0: Focus. Hello there, to you. It's Troy Stockton with the Focus Podcast, and what is today? National Agriculture Day here in Australia. Hopefully, you got on out and about. Maybe you learnt something new today. Had a good celebration wonderful things happening across Australia's farm sector and all the passion and the people behind it. And, yeah, let's hope that you have had a fantastic day today, a part of National Ag Day for 2022 here in Australia. I'll tell you what is a wonderful initiative, and that is the initiative by Australian Dairy, bringing the paddock to the classroom. Uh, Very soon this morning, we are going to chat with Western Dairy's very own Gemma Longford and speak about what is bringing the paddock to the classroom all about looking forward to catching up with Gemma very soon this morning uh, also too we'll catch up with Morgan Richards from Optima Lime don't forget too your chance to win 250k how good would that be really huh but right now this morning let's catch in with this gentleman time to say hello to Tom from ADM Trading. G'day, Troy, how are you? Not bad. Now, the major focus of the grain markets at the moment is whether or not the Ukraine grain corridor deal continues past this weekend, mate.
1: Yeah, that's right, Troy. So the current UN broker deal, which came about in July, and has resulted in some 10 million tonnes of grain and feedstuffs to depart certain Ukrainian ports is due to expire this weekend. Uh, so the current deal will just simply roll over for another 120 days unless uh, there are objections from either side or a new deal with uh, amended terms comes about. So the latest commentary from the G20 summit would indicate all sides are uh, pretty keen for the deal to continue um, with Russia's own finance minister stating they are keen to extend the deal uh, as long as more grain was sent to uh, some of the poorer countries. So despite the hiccup of um, a missile landing in Poland this week, yeah. uh, the market has been acting like it and it's the deal to continue, uh, and therefore it could be said expected future export flows from the Ukraine are already priced into the market. So in relation to local values, if the deal continues this weekend, there hopefully won't be too much downside, uh, though if Russia do something unexpected, there would probably be fireworks. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, mate, uh, with that, uh, have the European processors been able to get their hands on canola from the Ukraine?
1: Yeah, they have. Um, So canola or rapeseed crush users have been importing sufficient stock, though around 80% has been moved through non-traditional pathways such as trucks, trains, Um, through Eastern Europe, uh, via Romania to Costanza, as well as on vessels. So at this stage, imports are tracking to stay in line with Europe's requirements by December, which will effectively eliminate the need for much extra demand from Australia on top of what Europe usually takes. So Europe also generally had a pretty solid production this year themselves, so the S&D is pretty comfortable. Uh, While still in positive territory, crush margins in Europe have been eroding due to the high input costs mainly from the energy sector. Buyers have therefore been conservative, uh, particularly with the large fluctuations in oil prices and bio demand.
0: Now, true or not, mate, that the barley demand from the Middle East has been a little bit slow compared to previous years.
1: Yeah, that's right. It has been, Troy. and That's been attributed to the flow-on effects from COVID, which has reduced requirements due to limitations around the religious gatherings and tourism. So the the main barley demand for barley recently has come from Southeast Asia as Aussie barley works as a substitute for corn in the feeding ration. Uh, The Philippines and Vietnam are both becoming increasingly important to the Australian barley market as those consumers understand better how to successfully use barley in their rations. So um, looking ahead, available shipping capacity will be pretty key going forward. Wheat has also seen very strong interest from China as well as other um, various Southeast Asian destinations and consequently most of the early shipping capacity has been soaked up. We'll be right back. The
0: cat sat on the Alright, now when we last spoke mate, uh, we did talk about the impact of the heavy rains and floods unfortunately over there on the east coast it seems the situation there hasn't improved much?
1: Uh, not really Troy, so harvest has commenced in northern New South Wales where growers can get into paddocks, uh, Flood waters have started to recede and roads are slowly opening up to allow tons to start moving off farm, so there's still a long way to go but early indications of cereal quality is there will be plenty of downgrades uh, lower in central and southern New South Wales they are still flooding and, and so the general waterlogging is they're carrying after some more recent heavy falls there and much of the um the crop losses in some areas and again there'll be probability of um of downgrades to grains uh cotton and sorghum planting has been ongoing amongst the flood events um as you know the paddock conditions allow and there has actually been some pretty good progress considering the the tough conditions growers are facing there
0: yeah it certainly has been tough over there now to know more with you on the team there at adm Mate, uh, they can give you a buzz? They can. They can call
1: us uh, on 1300 123 236
0: or go to admgrain.com.au. All right, go ahead and do that. Tom from ADM Trading, thanks for the update, mate. Thanks, Joe.
1: The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available.
0: It is National Ag Day today, so we thought we'd make the phone call through to uh, our friends at Western Derry and I do have Workforce Attraction Lead Jim Longford with me this morning. Jim, good morning. Good morning Troy. Thanks so much for having me. Happy National Egg Day today. Happy National Egg Day to you too. What are you uh, what are you up to today with the uh with the guys and girls there at Western Dairy. Yeah, so today we're obviously
2: celebrating the National Agriculture Day, um, which which has been developed to encourage education about Australia's diverse and incredible farming sector.
0: And I see here too where Dairy Australia are using virtual reality now to try and bring the paddock to the school kids.
2: Absolutely. It's an amazing development and a great use of technology. Funnily enough, this year's National Ag Day theme is innovation Mm. in agriculture. So Dairy Australia are very very passionate about you know raising awareness and supporting innovation in all aspects of agriculture. And these VR headsets are a great way to help with the Ag Days primary focus, yeah, which is absolutely. promoting farming mm. and and all the great things farmers do to our school school students.
0: And it teaches the school kids too what actually happens on a farm.
2: Absolutely, how they get the milk from the from the cow. Yep and how they get that through the process of becoming any number of dairy products, either milk in the refrigerator or cheese on your table, butter on your sandwich and the plethora of other okay. dairy
0: So with these headsets, do you take them out to various schools around WA?
2: That's right, yes. Any school who would like to host myself and a couple of really exciting headsets, (laughs) they can um, give me a call and we can arrange uh, for me to come out and walk you through the headsets and give the students the opportunity to experience a farm without actually leaving their
0: classroom. Just a great experience for the kids, really.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: So yeah. there you go. There. So, so what schools uh, or what areas around WA do you take the, the virtual reality to?
2: Yeah, we're pretty open, Troy. Okay. So we can go right the way from Perth, right the way down through to the Great Southern. So we're, we're not picky. Anyone who wants to learn more about the dairy industry, we are there to teach them and help them along their path.
0: And what are you hearing back from the kids with this?
2: Well, kids just love technology, yeah, yeah. don't they? So, Absolutely. I mean, it's really engaging format for people, or for young people particularly. To it, It's not too confronting <laughs> if, they're not very, if they're not used to a farm. They are in the safety of their classroom, but it is giving them some genuine and real insight into a farm. So, yeah, look, they love it. Yeah, Who would
0: love it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and maybe something to uh, get the kids into before the school term finishes up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Or even early into the next year. Absolutely, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I know it's a really busy time mm. for teachers at the moment, yeah. so um, we're really happy to work with them in any capacity that they need.
0: And it's just good to connect with a farmer and maybe get a career out of it.
2: Definitely, yeah. So dairy, as well yeah, as a lot of yeah. other agriculture industries, are always looking for great people. And there's a lot of development in this technology space, uh, especially for people considering a career around technology. They may not have considered agriculture as part of that, but it's very much it's very much where it's heading. So it'd be great to encourage some careers in that industry.
0: So if schools are listening this morning, which I'm sure that they are, Uh, and they want to know more about the virtual reality, uh, what's the best way to get in contact with you?
2: Probably the best thing to do would be to jump on Dairy Australia's website and you can have a search for Western Dairy and that's where you'll be able to come across all of my details and I will, yeah, we can reach out to each other and and set something up.
0: Go ahead and do that. Hey, thanks for your time today and uh, good luck with the virtual reality. Thanks so much, Troy. Thanks for having
2: me.
1: The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be
0: available. I want right now to catch in with Morgan Richards. Morgan is the General Manager of Operations at Optima Lime. Good morning, mate. Yeah, good day, Troy. How are you going? Not bad, not bad. Hey, I uh, wanted to speak today because we know that you've got this uh, wonderful competition on and we'll get to that in just a minute. But uh, I know the farmers out there might have started to use some lime sand. What are the farmers, say, looking for? in the uh, lime sand specifications at the moment?
3: Yeah, mate, I, I think um, you know the, the lime sand specification is a really important part of um, the decision-making process when the guys are trying to work out the best way to spend the, the budget that they've got set aside for lime. So having a good grasp of that specification sheet is
0: really important. What are the benefits of using lime sand here?
3: Uh, your benefits of using lime sand, we're putting that out for pH remediation. So yep. where you've got soil acidity, uh, you're going to use your lime sand there to try and rectify that problem. The better you can have that soil pH, the more effective your fertiliser and your Ag chem inputs are going to be for you. And it's very
0: cost effective too isn't it mate? Uh,
3: yeah, lime yeah. sand is uh, one of the most cost effective <laughs> options uh, when you use it in the, in the right situation. You know, you've got to understand that product and the lime specification sheet's a big part of understanding that product, what it's going to do when it gets on the paddock. Use it in the right situation, you'll get a really good result.
0: So Morgan, what's going to help the farmers on the lime sand specification sheet?
3: Really important information about the physical characteristics of the lime sand that's contained on that sheet. The two main ones uh, on that are the NV or neutralising value and there's also a particle size range, uh, a sieving range that's available on that sheet and that can... uh, they can tell you a lot of information about that line.
0: For the farmers out there, if they are wanting to know more, I'm guessing the best place to go to mate is the website, Optimalime.com.au. or, of course, they can give their uh, their local store or reseller a call
3: today. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mate. Uh, the uh, The website's great. It's got our specification sheets up there that yep. we just ran through the yep. season One, uh, We've got our new samples all in at the lab, so we're all uh, excitedly looking forward to <laughs> getting those back. We should have those back, I would expect, well prior to Christmas and up on the website okay. for everyone to make their decisions uh, prior to collecting uh, early next year.
0: Now, also, too, mate, of course, we did speak before about this wonderful competition that you've got uh, to win 250K, mate. Uh, are we getting some entries in?
3: Yeah, mate, the the uh, the order book started firing. We're getting people's <laughs> details down, getting their entries in, and, uh, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're all really excited about it. Uh, I've been able to get out and see uh, our reseller network and starting to... Um, get Some point of sale in the stores and that, so yeah, hopefully, as time goes on, people will see more and more about the uh, the win 250k promotion. And uh, yeah, hopefully, they want to get in there and get involved and ha- have a crack, get a load of our uh, high quality lime, and 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 see what it's all about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you want to know more on how you can try and win for yourself, 250k, of course, the team there at Optima Lime giving you a chance to win that. Just go to the website and just go win 250,000, and uh, all the information is right there for you. So, uh, yeah, get on into it today. And- Who knows? You could be 250k better later on in the year. Mate, uh, anything else before I do let
3: you go this morning? I think Troy, the main thing is, is, you know, if you're going to go and uh, buy lime sand, yep. you want to see that specification. You want to make sure it's up to date. Yep. You know, our information is freely available at our website. You know, and uh, Optima's always there. We can provide additional expertise. You know, put some context around that lime sand specification sheet for you. You know, how does it relate to uh, your farming practice on the farm? What's the best decision-making process to go through? You know, so the specification sheet really good for telling you physical information about the lime sand, but sometimes, you know, getting that extra context and that expertise, that can really uh, get you the best value for your money.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, check that out today up at the Optima Lime website. Morgan Richards, General Manager of Operations there, mate, uh, as always. Nice to chat. Yeah, no, good to speak to you again, Troy, uh, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon, no doubt. Yeah, I do hope so. There he is from Optima Lime, Morgan Richards. And don't forget that, hey, your chance to win 250K today, more. You can check out their website right now, optimalime.com.au. And I have seen on social media some farmers around regional WA starting to use some some lime sand. Hopefully they've got themselves into that major prize draw. Well, there you go. National Ag Day edition of Rural Focus here on the Listener App. Hopefully you've had a a wonderful day, a part of National Ag Day today. I've been Troy Stockton, and I look forward to bringing you another Rural Focus podcast here on the Listener App again very soon.